I'm Stephen Adams. This is down to Doug. I'm I'm miffed and peeved. That's not the words. What do I say? Hello, I'm Alex Sabrinas. I'm not miffed and peeved. I'm about to dunk. I'm not miffed and peeved. Hello, I'm Alex Sabrinas. I'm not miffed and peeved. I'm down to dunk. I'm Stephen Adams. I'm not miffed and peeved. I am down to dunk. Yo, this is PG and I'm down to dunk. Hello and welcome to a new episode of the Down to Dunk. I'm Michele Berra and I'm going solo today. So, like, today we had a mess going on. I'm sort of sick, I'm under antibiotics, but also at home Andrew has some sick child. And so I'm here recording um, a very short solo episode trying to address all the questions you made on Twitter. By the way, thank you for that. Um... And I'm going to start by making a quick review of the game OKC had uh, on Saturday night against the Clippers. And I mean, it was a weird game by every sort of imagination because OKC played extremely well. I think they get whatever they wanted on offense. Uh, they, they, they had a lot of shots for Steven Adams, 14 of them. Um, they had very good looks for Paul George, for Danny Schroeder, um, for Jeremy Grant, and even for Russell Westbrook. But they failed to convert, especially at the rim. Um, and I didn't think it was the Clippers' defense. I really think um, that for some reason, both Russ and Dennis were kind of out of sort. Defensively, they played a great game. The Clippers made tough shots, especially with Danilo Gallinari, which is an issue for OKC, especially when any other player except for Jeremy Grant is guarding him. Um, So it was a very good win, in my opinion, especially because it came after um, sort of a bad loss in Denver, where OKC could have played better, they could have made some shot. And so, and it was the second night of a back-to-back. So I think that overall, you should take this win as a huge positive because this team has a clear identity and they want to play defense. They took pride in playing defense. Even Russell Westbrook uh, against the Clippers was really good on the defensive side. He was playing the passing lane without um, going for still too much and compromising the other aspects of the defense, especially after uh, the first after the first five minutes of the game, where it was kind of shaky in terms of rotations. Um, And so overall, I think that when Russell Westbrook will be able to hit um, his shots at the rim and a few more mid-range shots that he is going to take, um, I think this team is up for a a big run. Um, Other... A few things uh, on on this. Um, Like, I'm not worried about Russ shooting. Maybe I should be, but I think that at the beginning of the season, he was able to get to the rim at will. So the knee should not be a problem. He had a very bad ankle sprain. I know that physically he looks all right um, because he can do things that no other human can. But remember that muscle memory and the way your body reacts when you're doing a delicate thing, such as shooting, uh, can... Can, it, like, can matter a lot. And so even the smallest uh, imbalance in your body, which is natural after a very bad ankle sprain, 
maybe it's still lingering and maybe is this why Russell Westbrook is shooting at the rim so bad. Uh, the free throw shooting is another story, um, but I'll uh, start discussing that once I'll, I get to the questions. Um, another thing about <clears throat> this game, uh, Paul George was great and he's having a very good December, but the player that stands the most to me is Jeremy Grant. I, I, I tweeted about it uh, and I, I think that he is the most surprising player of this season because he's playing with a consistency that no one anticipated, except for maybe like uh, the guy who gave, who gave him uh, the contract, um, which looks great, by the way. He, he uh, and by him and Jeremy Grant, he's playing defense, help side defense, um, in a great way. He's always there uh, to deter shots at the rim when Steven Adams um, defends the pick and roll. And offensively, he's taking shots that weren't on his arsenal uh, 12 months ago. He's taking one leg uh, pull-up jays. He's taking trees with confidence. He's using his body um, to, to convert shots that are extremely difficult at the rim. So um, I'm really surprised. I was very down on him December last season. Um, because I wasn't able to interpret uh, the way he was playing defense. Uh, it looked like uh, a mess to me, and it wasn't. So props to him, props to the work he put uh, this summer, because it's clearly paying off. Um, so uh, enough with that. Um, there is um, a good week of basketball for OKC. Let's resume that, and then we will go to uh, TQs and stuff like that. So uh, the Thunder have the Chicago Bulls um, on Monday and then they fly to Sacramento uh, on Wednesday and they close the week uh, on Saturday in Salt Lake City against the Utah Jets. Uh, It's not a terrible week um, in terms of opponents, but Sacramento is good. Uh, They are playing good basketball. They won against the Mavericks uh, last night and Utah is not bad. So I think that going 2-1 this week would be a great achievement for OKC. Um, 1-2 is not the end of the world, but, you know, um, the other teams, especially Denver, uh, is playing good basketball right now, even if they are shorthanded. And so having a good week against good but not great opponent would be a great sign for OKC. I'd like to thank Andy's Frozen Custard for sponsoring today's show. You've got to go to Andy's. It is so delicious. You might be thinking, oh man, it's so cold. I don't know if I want frozen custard. Yes, you do. Right now, you can get the candy cane concrete. It's delicious. It's got like real candy canes put in their vanilla frozen custard all mixed up. It is a delight. You can still get their pumpkin pie and apple pie concretes. I've talked about those a lot, and they're still so delicious. They have locations in OKC. I hit up one in Tulsa recently. They have one in Missouri, Arkansas, all through the South. I know there's one in Phoenix. I know there's some in Florida. You've got to go. You've got to support the people that support Down to Dunk and go eat at Andy's Frozen Custard. So, questions. Um... Let's get to the first one. Uh, what one stat gives you the most hope about the Thunder and which one makes you the most concerned? This was from Pastor on the Prayer. Um, I think that the most concerning one is the free throw shooting um, because OKC generates a tons of looks at the rim and therefore they generate a tons of uh, uh, free throw opportunity. 
And converting that is what makes this team great on offense. If they fail to do so, they can be just good. And good may be not enough, especially um, coming when playoffs time comes. Um, what's the one that gives me the most hope? Well, the defense. Uh, the defensive rating of OKC is great. They are still first in the league, um, if I'm not mistaken. And let's let's check on that. Yes, they are in one. 102.1 um, the Pacers and the Celtics uh, are second and third so this is the stats that give me the hopes not because of the number but because of the way they generate that number they have a clear identity it is a risky one they generate a ton of turnover read the piece that Michael Pina wrote about OKC on Vice Sport it is great because it highlights why this defense is so different and so effective and and I think uh, that this is the one that gives me hope. Um, Matt Claxton asks, can Billy King describe how the wizard messed up uh, the Ariza trade so badly? Well, Andrew is not here, so I'm not doing an impersonation of Billy King, uh, but the, the Ariza trade was so bad. Um, I think that the, the team that screwed up is Memphis. Like, how in the world can you believe that Washington is giving you Kelly Oubre for Marshawn Brooks? Like that's 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 can that cannot be true. Um, Kevin Pin asks hypothetically, if we could trade for any backup power forward in the league, who would you want and be willing to give up to get it done? Um, this is a tricky one. Uh, there's not very many um, player players that can fit OKC the way they want to play, um, but there are a few that I think can play, uh, could play uh, in OKC. Uh, you can go back to Tash Gibson, for example. I know that it's not uh, like a, a name that makes you jump off the chair, but Tash Gibson has developed a very good three point, corner three-point shot, or at least uh, a one that you need to, t- to account for. Um, he knows the system, he knows Billy Donovan, and I think he could be a name. Well, the contract is is not good, and so I'm not sure uh, it is worth the risk. Um, Other guys that may play a role, uh, but I don't think OKC would target them because of the money. Um, James Johnson from Miami um, is a good name. Uh, Kelly Olenek. But those are, they they are paid a lot. And so... um, I'm not confident they are willing uh, to go down that route. Um, you can you can think about someone in, in in Boston like Marcus Morris, but it's not really a backup. Um, uh, Semi Ogilvy, but I don't trust his shot. Uh, to be honest with you, um, I don't know. It's a tricky one. Uh, Dario Saric is a good name, but uh, I mean. Minnesota is not giving up. It's a it's a tough um, role to fill because of the way uh, the league is going. They are all looking for a backup four. Um, so I I cannot really I, I don't know. I mean these are a few names, but I don't know what OKC is willing to give up because for any of the names that I mentioned, I'm not sure I'm giving up any of my rookies, and so. I'm not sure you can get anyone uh, without giving up either Terrence Ferguson or Amidou Diallo. 
Travis Baker asks, what does the team defense look like if Dre comes back like himself and fits in seamlessly? Well, it looked like a below 100%, uh, 100 points uh, per 100 possession defense. I think that with Andre healthy, um, the defense might be like extremely good by any any standard, like 98, 99 points per 100 possession good. Especially if Billy finds a way to make it work on the offensive end and Trey can play like 20 to 25 minutes. Um, let's see. How awesome is, uh, Mother Boy asks, how awesome is it going to be when Diallo starts getting calls on those crazy shots and he finishes through contact at the rim? Uh, it's going to be great. Uh, but I don't think this is the... Again, don't get me wrong. Diallo has a balance and a way to finish at the rim that is great for a rookie. And he's playing good defense, um, thinking that he is a rookie. But uh, I think that the, the thing that will matter the most with him is can he make a corner three? Because no matter how good you are in terms of getting at the rim, they will scheme you out if you don't hit corn trees. And so, yeah, Diallo is great. And if you think that he's going to be a 32, 33% three-point shooter from the corners, then you have something great with him. Dave Abbott asks, with Westbrook struggling with his shot, do you think PG needs to shot even more? He's been unreal lately. Yes, I think so. I I do think that he go he should go between 20 and 25 every given night. Because A, uh, he can get the shots he wants. Um, he can create shots from, uh, on his own. He can go at the rim. He can take setback trees. He can move in such a way that Russ finds him um, on curls and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, um, I think OKC will look and should look more into Paul George. Um, Mitchell Guthrie asks, is the Westbrook we are seeing just him recovering from injury or... Is just Russ aging and losing his step, uh, and he says that personally thinks is the uh, former. I, I I do think he's a former, mainly because the first few games of the season he looked like a guy that can get anything he wants at the rim. So th- this shooting slump occurred after the ankle injury and not before. So there's no reason to think uh, that he's aging at least uh, as of now. Parish asks. Who has a better career with the Thunder, Serge Ibaka or Jeremy Grant? Uh, as of now, it's clearly Serge Ibaka. I mean, Serge was awesome. Uh, he was the best rim protector uh, in the league. He was shooting trees. His mid-range was money. I mean, Serge had a very uh, weird, um, uh, say, he went out of OKC in a weird way uh, and had like a bad stretch in Orlando in the first uh, year in Toronto. But he was good in the playoffs against uh, the Golden State Warriors in in that 2016 playoff run. So, like, Jeremy has to do a lot (laughs) to get to Serge Ibaka. But there is um, reason to hope that he can get to that level. Maybe not that level in terms of um, blocking shots, but in terms of overall impact, maybe so. Um, If the Thunder were to trade uh, Alex and Patterson, and Patterson, realistically, who do you think we could get? Should make a play for Ubre. Sans got too many wings. Um, I don't like Kelly Ubre, uh, especially because I don't know what it does. Uh, great, like if you if you plan. 
to put him uh, to, to like to see him as a shooter, I don't think uh, you can. If you plan to use him as a uh, great defender, you cannot. He has the he has the making of a good win uh, of a good wing, but uh, he has yet to show consistency on defense and on the shooting. So I don't know. Uh, regarding possible targets, where well, I think uh, that OKC should try to get the power forward. I suggested to go to the Tolliver route. It's not a great name, but maybe maybe having a veteran that can shoot and can and can play um, uh, like a role player kind of. A role in OKC, uh, it's a good get. And maybe you can just swap him uh, for Tupat and see what happens. With Tupat, uh, and there is um, an, another question that says, is Patrick Patterson ac- actually just coming Anthony? I don't think so. Uh, this is um, Bryce Morris uh, asking that. But I think that Tupat played, had, had like a, a big summer. He changed his diet. He changed his routine. He's doing more, uh, more lifting. And and he had big hopes for this season, like big ones. He wanted the starting spot, and he got it after um, preseason. And then, in three games, everything disappeared. All the the work he put in the summer seemed like pointless now, right? Jeremy Grant he's taking his job, and I know that he's willing to do that, but but it's hard. It's hard to, to, to put a ton of work during the summer, after a long season, after a disappointing season. You want to, to battle you on yourself, and you do it, and it's, it's nothing, because you can make a shot. It's hard. It's hard, and I don't see, um, I don't see him improving uh, in terms of confidence. He's not looking at the basket anymore. And so, I don't know. Uh, we'll see. Uh, I'm 6'5", willing to trade Dre for Courtney Lee straight up at this point. Um, no. Uh, Courtney Lee had a few issues in terms of uh, physical problems. And at the beginning of the season, maybe uh, I would have done it, but not for Dre. If you say Courtney Lee for Abrinas and Patterson... And maybe you can get a second rounder or something, or you, you I don't know. It's it's dicey. I I would I don't love uh, a guy that makes twelve millions to to play above Tiferg, and that is what is likely to happen. Um, and so no, I would I would probably not. Who's your Thunder MVP been for the first? third of the regular season I think it's Paul George and it's not even close he's playing the best defense on the team he's playing the best offense he's been he's been great um, Dave Abbott uh, asked um, something that I don't know um, let's see if you had to get a white elephant gift for Steven Adams what would, would it be uh, forgive me uh, I don't know what it means and so I will not answer that uh, but I make myself uh, stupid by reading the, the TQ anyway. Uh, Christopher Brown, uh, I've heard you guys say Borden is too small to play four, but to me, fours have become more stretch and than bulk. He's got an almost seven foot wingspan. Pedersen isn't doing a good job of covering fours now anyway. Why not let him try? Um, because if you start putting two pad uh, outside of your rotations, 
uh, for a rookie that isn't a two-way, you decide that Patterson is not going to play a single minute for you anymore. That's the only reason. So unless you're 100% sure that you don't want Tupac to play any other minute for you, uh, you need to wait. Uh, but I agree that uh, I think in lineups where you have um, Barton and PG, that you can get away against certain fours. Not everyone's, but a certain force, yes. Um, friend of the pod, Josh Morrison, age old Anvil, ask, is it going to be awkward telling your wife that your next child's godfather is Dionte? This is probably for Andrew, and I think it's going to be uh, awkward for sure. Um, Parker asks, in the past three games, we have seen some of some of Adam's best offense of his career, but at the same time, some of his worst defense. Do you think he can put it together like he did last night against the Clippers more often? I don't think he was bad defensively. Don't be fooled by some of the deficiencies that OKC has defensively with Adam's deficiencies. So sometimes Adams goes for a certain cover, and if any of his teammates screw this up, he hasn't He's not a, an awesome athlete uh, in terms of shot blocking and rim protection. And so it's hard for him to recover like Noel does, for example. But he calls coverages. And so if, if the other players grew up, then he may look worse than what he actually is. Um, again, Josh Morrison, Ferguson defense is really, really improving. He's hitting better from three and dropping the mid-ranger. Is it possible he makes a mid-season deep like Jeremy last year? I think that that A, this is possible, and B, if you remember the last month or two of the season, um, of last season, he's already made a huge leap defensively. He's playing great defense. Again, don't underestimate the defense Terrence Ferguson is playing and the effect that it, that it has on Paul George because Paul George is able to play um, the passing lane because of the defense Ferguson is playing right now. Um Oh, by the way, I remember uh, a power forward that I really want to have on my team is Domantas Sabonis, who's having an awesome season. He's playing a backup, center, and or power forward. If we can get him for, like, Diallo, uh, first rounder, and two pad, I would do it. Um, so, uh, back to Ferguson, he's playing great defense. Look how he goes through screens. This is the best thing of his defense, being able to anticipate the screen and... Keep in front, uh, is man. Um, I need to to like to to do this a little bit more quickly. Um, let's see. Always and forever, Art Russell Westbrook is the better player. So if we go into the season saying Paul George is better, can this thing make some noise? Uh, I don't think we have to look it that way. If these two work together, this team will make some noise regardless of who is the so-called best. Um, Kay Walsh, is Alex Sabrina's defense just not good enough to get more minutes? I don't think so. He's playing okay on defense, uh, but I think that he's, he's going to play between 15 and 20, uh, not much more than that. Um, Mr. Missix, how good PG is really, is great. Uh, in my opinion. Roscoe Dash asks, what is your honest opinion on why Russ has been shooting so poorly uh, lately? I think we already addressed that. Um, 
let's see, I want to get to uh, a few more here. Uh, let's see. NBA Zero asks, what's Billy's strength weakness as a head coach? I think the weakness of Billy is, um, I don't think he imposes his, um, his offense. At least he didn't up to this season. And that was the, 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 um, one of the weaknesses that you can find on him. Um, look, at, look at Milwaukee. Like after two months of Bud, they are playing complete, in a completely different style. And they have all-stars in their, in their roster. Okay, for OKC, it was a long process. Um, and defensively, um, defensively is, I think, um, one of the strengths of Billy. How he wanted this team to play defensively. They, especially the last two seasons, they really had um, a different style of playing. And one of the other strengths that I think he has is thinking outside the box. His ideas are not the common ones. He wants to get offensive rebounds. He wants to get a certain kind of defense. Um, another weakness may be he doesn't, he looks a lot towards development and sometimes uh, he doesn't develop guys that uh, like Abrinas that could benefit of a steady rotation um, but on the other end of the of the scale you have development of Terrence Ferguson and Jeremy Grant proving that he's great in developing guys Caleb Jones how good is the th- is the standard team when Russ returns his average I think he is uh, top of the West good um, if everything checks out, they can finish as the number one or, no, or number two seeds uh, in the in the Western Conference. Uh, El Moriart, do you think Russ needs to lose weight? Um, and he's, then he talks about his uh, shoulders and how bulky is. This is a very very interesting question, and I'm not good uh, enough to answer that. But thank you, Moriart, for asking that. I do think. That Russ looks bulky, and during his MVP campaign, he was maybe a little bit slimmer. Um, on the other hand, I don't remember exactly um, how we looked like at the beginning of the MVP season, and so maybe uh, this is something that Russ does get getting a little bit of weight during the off season and then losing his weight um, towards the end of the season. Duke Helms asks, "Who is the second?" best defensive player on the team behind PG. I think it's Steven. Um, but uh, just since um, until uh, Andre Robertson uh, is um, is back. Steven, call, Steven is the best communicator on defense and he's the best pick and roll defender. Miguel, uh, Miguel, sorry, De Vela, how did Paul George revive his dead foot? I, I don't know, but it's weird. Jesse Smith, do arbitrary two-digit numbers in three statistical category only matter if two people on the same team do it or if you score 15 points? He's clearly referring to triple-doubles. Um, yeah, you're right. Uh, but again, I think that Russ made triple-double normal. And so that's why no one talks about them anymore. Again, Jesse Smith, what's the trick to take guys with really low value and turn them into one or two guys that everyone wants? Asking for a friend, Sam Presti. I do think that this is, this is one of the strengths of OKC as a team. Uh, they turn raw diamonds in, in shiny ones. And this happened with Jeremy Grant. 
This happened with Serge Ibaka. This happened with Stephen Adams, with Reggie Jackson, uh, and with a ton of guys that were willing to put in the work. So this is the Thunder MO. If you look at other teams, even teams that like teams that, that were extremely successful, it's hard to keep talent in your pipeline. And OKC look, looked dead uh, before this summer in, in, in that end. Yes, Jeremy had some promising um, weeks. Ferguson showed something after also break. But now they have two assets in those two players. And Diallo looks okay. Uh, maybe maybe more than okay. And Burton look, looks like a guy that maybe will fit in the process. And so, yeah, this is something that OKC does and does probably at the highest level on this league or be among the, the, the teams that, that, that do it best on this team. Joe asks, are the Thunder contenders? Um, I don't think they are contenders. Like, I don't think there there is probably no contender except for maybe the Raptors, which are a little bit better of OKC, I think, especially because they have um, a different route to, to the NBA Finals. And... The Thunder are among the non-contenders, because there's the Warriors, the, among the better non-contenders, I think. Um, so if you ask me, are the Thunder a team that we should keep into account for the Western Conference Finals? I think so. Uh, beating the Warriors? I don't think it's going to happen, unless something major happened. Um, let's see, a few more. Ryan asks, how long do we let Tupac stay in the slump? Um, I already addressed that. I don't know. Um, I don't really know. If something happens in terms of guys being available, um, I think you can move him. But I would not play a rookie in the anti-burden uh, above him. Just because you don't do such things. Some, Sam Turner uh, I have a hunch that since I will be in attendance, OKC will win in Portland in January. Uh, if that happens, will you restock the PG chicken fried rice shirt? <laughs> this is a question for Andrew, uh, but I'm, I'm sure that um, if you have such power, something will happen. Melinda Redman, can you explain the deal Deontay Burton has with the Thunder and uh, his game limit limitations? And because of that, how will his availability be going forward? Any other players in current roster that have limitation contractually. So OKC has two uh, two way players, which is the contract in which Deontay Burton is, and Tyler Davis. He has forty five days of activities uh, with the league. Um, the only media guy that knows about uh, these forty five days, um, or the one that I'm aware of, is Bobby Marks, uh, who updates the status of two-way contracts. Um, once the 45 days are up, the team can do um, multiple things. And John M. Um, already explained that in better words than I'm doing now, but they can um, do a prorated minimum extension. Uh, so basically they will pay at the minimum salary rate the remainder of his contract. They can go two years or they can go three years uh, using a portion of the so-called mini mid-level or taxpayer, sorry, taxpayer mid-level exception. So they can offer the Burton up to three years 
in a sort of rookie scale deal and then have retain his rights in terms of um, restricted free agency. Uh, so this is what can happen. What will happen, I am not sure. Uh, but when he's up with a team, like when he's on one of those days, he doesn't have any in-game limitations. I hope I, I was kind of uh, okay with this. Uh, Billy Thunders, do you see... A comparison between Russ, PG, and MJ Pippen? No. Um, should Ferguson play more minutes? I think he's right in line uh, with uh, how much he should play. Uh, but sure, I mean, um, if he can play a few minutes more of the starting lineup in the first and the third, I think that lineup precisely is working. And so there's no reason why he should get a few more minutes. Uh, would Mike Muscala have been a better fit than TLC with the way Patterson is struggling? Maybe so. But five million for Mike Muscala is not something that I would be uh, thrilled to have. Um, Joseph Truesdell, how much better off would would the Thunder and Wizard both be if Harden were traded for Beal? This is hard. Um, I don't know. Mm, I think that Washington would have been better. OKC, probably so. Um, especially if Beal is the player he is now. He had a lot of injuries. Um, probably they are both better. Uh, I know that Steven Adams will not be in OKC, but it's it's not a guaranteed deal. Um, Steven Adams had a call at 13, but it could very well be uh, a guy that slides to the same spot that Rudy Gobert was. And so, who knows? Austin Sterlich, uh, what happens first? LeBron isn't considered the best player in the league or Westbrook isn't considered a top 10 player. The former, uh, the, the latter for sure. There are guys that are considering Westbrook not a top 10 player as of now. Which rookie would contribute the m- contribute most to winning if they were put on the standard team. Luka Doncic, because he played the four and is the best rookie by far. Uh, the other one is uh, Jaron Jackson Jr. Is Jamichael Green the guy that we need? Uh, I don't know. He's okay as a backup big, but not like he's okay. He's not great by any means. I am of the opinion that OKC has to have Patrick Patterson and Alex Sabrinas playing to their potential to maximize their their potential. Yes, I am like, same here. Uh, Thunder up. Is there anyone playing on the blue that the Thunder could bring up and give a shot at the four? Deante Burton. I know that this was not your question, but this is my answer. I mean, he's the only one. How does the NBA justify technical fouls for first-time players and allow Draymond Green to run his mouth nonstop? I don't know. I'm not a referee. And if I were a referee, probably... I was I would have been like terrible at my job. The only thing, uh, Dr. Pepsi, Jay, the only thing I can think of right now is that we wouldn't have had Adams. Oh, yes, this is a comment to the previous question about Bradley Peel. And I think that's it. Um, so, again, thank you for uh, giving us all these questions. I hope uh, that you are satisfied with my answer. I, I'm sure Andy will be back um, with Alex Spear, Al Baby Cakes, um, on Wednesday. And um, and then Friday will be the usual schedule. I hope to be back on Monday uh, with Andrew to discuss this Thunder Week. Um, a few things before I let you go. Uh, please... Uh, subscribe to this podcast, rate it on um, on Apple Podcasts or or any other um, uh, way you can you can sustain it. Like 
gives us five-star iTunes review. And please, if you have suggestions, if you have uh, projects that you think are worth considering, um, let us know. We are very open to suggestions and we want to have the best contents for you. Uh, follow Andrew uh, at Andrew K. Schlecht. Uh, follow Down to Dunk uh, and follow me at, at um, Mickey Berra. And if you... If you like statistics, sometimes we publish resources on chart side, chart underscore side, which is my stat project. Um, I hope that you have a great Monday and I'll talk to you next week.